2: Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
3: Wednesdays are always, John, going to be busy days for us in football season. I mean, Sheila Capati at 7, Ross Tucker from 8.30 to 9.30. Select select uh, Wednesdays. Rob Thompson joins us, as he will today at 9 o'clock. Obviously, we like to get a lot of calls in as well. And, John, we also love the opportunity To talk to the Eagles Star Center. And there aren't many star centers in the world. Well, usually they're in the world of basketball, actually. But there is a
0: star (laughs) center in pro football. His name is Jason Kelsey, and he'll join us every week at this time. Sponsored by PDQ Signature Systems. If you're in the restaurant, hospitality, or casino business, you need a PDQ POS system. With PDQ POS, you'll sell more, earn more, and work less. If you want the best, trust PDQ POS. Visit PDQPOS.com.
3: Hey, Jason, we're excited to have you on each week on the show, pal. How you been, man?
1: Doing all right, Joe. How you doing?
3: Good, man. Very good. Well, I know you got a quick turnaround to the next game tomorrow night. We'll get to that shortly. But let's do a little look back to what happened on Sunday. Congrats on the win, of course. It was obviously a, a different kind of offensive performance, one that's been, you know, kind of criticized in some fronts. What was it like for you out there? It was a bit of a struggle. What do you think was going on of why the offense didn't hum to the same degree it did last year?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously really sloppy game for us. Um, you know, first quarter, I thought we did some good things. And then, you know, as soon as, uh, you know, we got up 16, you know, we just started stalling out. And credit to New England, they adjusted and started stopping some of the runs and things that we were doing and started mixing it up and throwing some things that we hadn't really seen before. But, you know, we got to adjust better. We got to communicate better. We got to execute better. Um, you know, I think it's across the board – um you know it's it's always good to play poorly and still get a w yeah, yeah I think we all we all know that that could have very easily not been a win and credit to New England man, I mean, I know you know we're expectations are high, we're a really, really good team, but they're a good team too. I mean, they're front seven, their defense they were good last year, we knew we were in store for a tough matchup, but you know, um now we get to watch that tape and come back and play a team that largely plays a lot of similar things this week in uh, Minnesota.
0: How were the Patriots able to <laughs> stymie the the bread and butter inside zone? You know, we didn't
1: we we were doing a lot of um I don't know if I want to get into the schemes of it, but you know, I think that power stuff. Um different stuff. Yeah, yeah different we were, stuff. We were doing a that. lot of we were <laughs> doing a lot of we were we were doing a lot of different stuff that we like against the fronts we were seeing and they were doing little things like bill Belichick always kind of does that takes away what he knows you want to get to. And I thought that they did a great job at that. And, um, you know, these are plays that we usually like against the fronts and things that we were getting. And, uh, we just weren't quite executing on it. Um, and I think that, um, the inside zone play, uh, some of the zones might have helped get that more open, but I think, you know, they're again they're a good front and they do a good job of taking off double teams and making guys get into one one on one situations at the line, building one line of defense, and um, you know I I mean I this is why Bill is one of the best in the game yeah. and they have good players yeah. AJ Brown talked about
0: how the, he was throwing all the curveballs out. It sounds like you're you're saying the same thing. Did the game film give you the the information to correct those things? Do you feel more confident moving forward that it will look different?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think I think um, you're always adjusting. You're always seeing things in games where you're like, man, if we only would have done that, or if we only would have got to this. Um, you can't defend everything, uh, no matter how good you are. And I think that ultimately moving forward, I think it will be good for us uh, to to move forward and, and make corrections and be better prepared for the next time teams are doing similar things. Jason Kelsey with us
3: says he will be every Wednesday at this time. Jason, how tough were those weather conditions? I mean, you played through just about everything, including the snowball back in 2013. How tough was that one on Sunday in New England? You know, it was tough
1: early on. Um, the second half there wasn't really any weather out there, um, and even in the first half, like second quarter, or so the rain wasn't really a factor. I didn't think at that point uh, it did. I mean, it was a good wake-up call for everybody. I think we had a, a run early on, and luckily they had a penalty, but it was a botch snap, and mm-hmm. you know I think the officials sometimes forget when it's rain to really hold that ball and don't set it down until we break the huddle and the guy just let it sit there for a, a while and it was just getting soaked and as soon as i put my hand on it like oh man this ain't going to be good
2: mm-hmm. um
1: but i think you know they didn't end up playing a factor in the game that much i really don't think
0: how did it feel playing next to cam jurgens uh real football for the first time
1: I, I tell you what and you know i don't want to you know make expectations or whatever but I thought Cam played a a freaking great game. Um, I think that, um, you know, he was one of the best up front, if not the best guy, I thought, this past week. Uh, Really did a great job in pass pro. We're going to have to continue to iron out communication stuff. You know, it was our first game next to each other. And, you know, I I think for me, I just have to over-communicate and and overly do it um, by the book. Especially to start off, because I think that that's kind of, you know, when you get used to playing next guys for a long time, you kind of just get into that feel. And that was a, a wake up call for me to be like, okay, now I, I just got to, this dude is is freaking killing it right now. We just all need to be on the same page. and I need to do a better job at that.
3: Now, Jason, one of the things I think for us um, on the outside, it's interesting to observe Sirianni and his style. You know, year three, we're going to learn more than year one and two just because, you know, more is happening. What's his style in a moment like this? Like when the team wins but struggles to a large extent on offense, does he dig in on you guys? Does he go harder after you guys? I know it's a short week, but does he really make a point to say, yo, guys, come on, we can be better than this?
1: I mean, it always depends on how the game went and all these things and and factors. I think – Obviously short week, unfortunately you have to move on quickly. Yeah. And um so you, you can't really dwell on it that much. I mean, Monday we're right away focused on Minnesota. And I think position coaches and stuff are kind of focusing a little bit, I know I know Stout was on things that we need to get corrected and be ready for moving forward. Um, but I think uh, you know, Nick's whole message was just, you know we can't let these things stall us out. We gotta make we gotta make adjustments better. We gotta we can't be a sloppy. I mean he was the the things that really get Nick very frustrated. Um and really any coach are the things that are just like stupid, right? Like you know, we have like substitution things <laughs> yeah. happening in the yeah. game. And like that can't happen. And like these those little things almost ended up costing us a game. So I think um you know we're it's always kind of dependent on what the mistakes look like, why they happen, you know, how, how, how dumb were the mistakes or penalties or whatever. And, um, you know, most of the time though, I would say Nick is very much, um, let's just make corrections and move forward. Yeah. It's, it's not as emotion filled as maybe he usually is, or quite frankly, do I think what I've heard sometimes he's like with the coaches upstairs, but, um, <laughs>
3: So he so he digs think, in on those guys. Let those guys take the take the wrath. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what that's that's what I'm Jimmy up. Johnson used to do. Jimmy Johnson used to talk about it. he coaches the players, but he also coaches the coaches. You know, so I mean yeah. that's that's part of pro football being a head coach. So so Jason, let's get you know you guys got a game coming up against Minnesota, and I'm always fascinated by this concept. Before a week one, no one on the team is going to say, "Yep, we peaked ahead of Minnesota," because you know you look ridiculous if if you say that when you have a game to play week one, but. When you know you have a Thursday night game, and you know it in August, does yeah. the team spend some time in August and early September preparing a little bit for Minnesota, knowing, like, you know they're on the schedule and it's a short turnaround. Do you actually yeah. spend some time on that?
1: I'm sure they did. I'm, I'm sure that they knew there was a Thursday game, and whether it was in the off season or whatnot, they got early looks at the issue kind of a little bit is that Brian Flores was in Miami two years ago, and this is his first year in Minnesota. So you're kind of looking at tape that, you know, idea, probably is going to be very, very similar, and I think will end up being similar. But there's always going to be a little bit new wrinkles. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, I'm sure they were looking at tape and, and, and trying to get some type of game plan things um, ahead of time. You know, I, I think that's kind of the way they operate. On but the but not is. but
3: not presented to you guys beforehand.
1: For sure, yeah. We we don't know. I, I mean, you know, we talk in training camp sometimes about the upcoming opponents, and you're always talking about, you know, especially the first game. I think this week sometimes teams are, you know, coaches are asking a little bit about, you know, Minnesota and New England being so similar, you know, different plays and whatnot. But uh, for the most part, um, you know, they don't really keep that. They certainly don't address it team wide. Right. You know what I mean? Or yeah. or, or position group wide. It's more like fly by questions about, hey, you know, this team does this or what do you think about that? And I think uh they're clearly focused on that a little bit in training camp while also trying to stay in 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 the moment and whatnot.
0: Jason, from your experience with the short week, how much more do you guys lean into the basic stuff, your more familiar practice, repped offensive plays, you know, the core plays when the week's so condensed?
1: Yeah, I mean, you definitely do. I think, um, you know, you, you you don't have as much time to go over extremely complicated looks and things like that. So you kind of got to go over the week. Um, and sometimes that's the best thing you can do. To be honest with you, I mean, sometimes sure, you should do that the all basics. the time. But, um, I think, uh, and especially against you know who we're playing this week. I mean, Flores are, will rip zeros out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's heavy. He's going to throw a lot of different looks. Um, so you you, you want to be in things that you're you're going to be able to communicate and, and and execute properly. You know, to be mm-hmm. able to handle all that stuff.
3: You know, Jason, since we last talked to you, the, the premiere of your show, Kelsey, came out, Amazon Prime. You happy with that? I mean, first off, congrats. And what you, would what'd you make of the final product?
1: Yeah, you know, I'm happy with it. Um, you know, I think it, it's real. It's authentic. Um, you know, it's meaningful to my family and I. I think it represents the city really well and, uh, and my teammates. So, you know, I, I'm really happy with it. I think um, – I don't know how it'll do. I think it's doing okay right now on Amazon. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, this is something that, you know, we'll have for the rest of our lives, for my family. And I think it was – I don't know. It just felt like it, there was something that needed to be put out there. Yeah. So, uh, I enjoyed it.
3: Well, you know the deal, Jason. And Rocky, you know, Rock, Rocky <laughs> 1 doesn't, you know, win. But then there's Rocky 2. Yeah. So, I'm looking for Kelsey 2 next summer.
0: If you catch I my drift. You know... <laughs> I, I, I think I picked up
3: what you're putting down. I wouldn't mind that at all. Hey, Jason, good luck against the Minnesota Vikings, and uh, we look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks, man. Right, Thanks, you. All right, thank there he is, you, Jason uh, Jason Kelsey. Two, one... Kelsey 2, let's do it, babies. Kelsey 2, that'll be a theme all year. Kelsey 2.
0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports.